Let's see if the audio is okay again. We had an issue last week. Testing, testing. One, two. Testing. Let me know when we're live. Live. All right. There we go. Let's see if we're back. There we go. We're good, man. Happy. Nice. What are we on a delay again, right? Obviously. No, we're up. Are we good? Up and running. Yeah. All right. Let me just log in. Sorry, guys. Did you get your text? Darren's like, what the fuck are you guys doing, bro? <laughs> we're, yeah, we're at a different level of professionalism. <laughs> yeah, we ignore our guests for the first 30 <laughs> seconds of the show. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Darren. Happy Monday, guys. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. Yes. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> uh, special guest. I know there's, there's a white guy sitting next to me. Another, another, another white really guy. White. Look at this. Hey, you're, you're, <laughs> this is probably the whitest one we've had. <laughs> Are you sure you want to put me in front of a, like, a white background? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to change that up for today. Can you, can they, you, can you guys see him <laughs> with the white that. background? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at this, man. Uh, I think you look fine. If only man. I had a red hat, I could wear so I could really see me. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Listen, man. <laughs> We, we don't want to get you can, in trouble. We can get yeah. you one, Darren. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are, our special guest today is Mr. Darren Carter. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen Darren, he's been on Showtime. He's done a ton of stand-up comedy. Um, you've seen him on Comedy Central, Netflix as Netflix, well, right? Yeah, yeah Netflix. Uh, I'm getting ready to uh, rec- film my second special. There you go. I have four comedy albums. You guys can buy them or stream them. It's all good with me. And Darren has yeah. a podcast as well. Uh, the podcast is known as Pocket Party Podcast. So you guys could follow him. Uh, are you on iTunes? Oh, are you yeah. on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, wherever they listen to podcasts. Just look up Darren Carter Pocket Party. I have 73 episodes, and uh, I really think they'll get a kick out of it. Yeah, he's yeah. just killing it, man. I mean, he's... You're beating us, man. Shit. It's like a, <laughs> at this point, it's like you know we just we should just give up. We're not we're not, we're not even on Spotify and shit yet. So no, no you will be though. It's easy. And, and you know what's funny is I this is my second. No, can I sit back here or can you still hear me if I the, the closer the like closer this? you sit, the better you sound. All right, I wish put I could it that bring way. This mic up. Can I bring here you it up? go. This is what you, you cool. want to bring it up? Yeah, I want to okay. bring it like right okay, there. Pull, pull it up. up. There you go. Just like that. Well, you pull it out. <laughs> there you go. You there go. you go, Darren. How's that? Uh-oh. How high do you want it? Oh, you can uh, bring shit. You can shift it up too. All right, guys, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to holding the mic. You want to hold it? You can hold it, bro. Really? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'm more. I'm more like this. There like, you go. So yeah, this is. I, I could. Can, yeah, let's get rid of that mic stand. Let's unplug it. There you go. And it's oh, perfect. How's that? Kids, don't and try this at home. Yeah, I like. I prefer because you know being a stand-up all my whole, my whole life, pretty much, and then. Yeah, like because otherwise I feel like I, I must be I'm chained to this mic stand. Whereas like this, I can move around. I can shoot with the beats. Oh yeah, he did amazing. <laughs> Holy shit! Shoot with the Harley. <laughs> ah! But otherwise I'm like I am positioned like a nerd. <laughs> what about a romantic party? A romantic party? Let's break it down. Romantic party. Not romantic. <laughs> if it goes too slow, it's, it, it goes from romantic to creepy. Should we get yeah. creepy on the podcast? You nuts? Or here we go. No, no, no. no it's Suda, suda, suda. Amen, pansute. I shice honey match. Amen, pansute. It's the only Armenian song I know. So. Oh, God. It'd just be three of us. <laughs> Literally. He's got a duet coming out with Super Sako, I think, in a few weeks, right? <laughs> you know who Super Sako is, right? No. No, tell me. I, have no, I don't know what that is. Just uh, looking he, at his eyes, he said, what do you mean? He's a hip-hop artist. He's a hip-hop artist. Armenian hip-hop. And he basically does duets with all types of people. That's great. Does International. And he raps in English, Armenian? Anything you want. English and English. Yeah. He comes in kind of like Pitbull. Where he's That's uh, cool. I've heard I look like Pitbull. Dale! The sexier version. <laughs> he collaborates yeah, with like different it. artists. That's what he yeah. specializes yeah. in. Wife's Eastern or Western Armenian? She's third generation and her parents are from Armenia. Like like no, I'm sorry, I messed up. Her grandparents are from Armenia. Her parents were born in America. Her dad was born in nineteen twenty, um, passed away, lived to be ninety. 
and um, like they heard like rumblings of like the genocide, so they got here uh, like in the early like 1900s. They went, you know, Kingsburg, Fresno, like that whole area. Hanford. Oh, they were the old school armies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the exact villages, but there was like certain villages where they're like, oh, they're you're from there. You're, you, you know, I don't know the the word, but like. You're from that part of Armenia. And I'm top. I'm from this, this part there. of Armenia, like from back then, like yeah. their, you know, ancestors or whatever. Because when, when he was yeah. when he's seeing the Suta Suta, I was like Lebanese. Lebanese. Yeah. No. Well, that, but, the, but then, then I realized he's a white guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I learned it from <laughs> I learned it from Richard Hagopi in this album called Kef Time. Yeah. Because yeah. that was my wife's you know favorite song. Like every time you go to the Armenian picnics up in Fresno. At the old age home, they have the Armenian picnics every summer. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking That's about? That's where you party at the old age home. Yeah. What did you yeah. call yeah. the old age home? The old age home, yeah, out there in Clovis. Adult daycare, basically. But it's be- they have beautiful grounds with like a fountain. It's seriously, it's like a big thing in Fresno. They, it's wow. like where they do the blessing of the grapes and stuff. And uh, and Richard Algopian would play, you know, and like he had like all those, the, the, is it called the duduk? Like the instrument. Yeah. 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 And, uh, by the way, I love this guy's voice, man. He's got that. Vo- when I do an Armenian character, this is the voice I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the deep. <laughs> Let me hear you say bro in the deepest voice. Unsolved. With an accent? Or yeah, with yeah, that? yeah. Accent, yeah. Bro. Unsolved mysteries. I want to hear you do that. That's great. That's great. But yeah, so, I, so that, that song would play, and then so I, we've got the album, and I memorized the words, and you know. Sude, 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 amen pan sude, aishas khanimech, amen pan sude, you know. So. But do you know what he's saying? I found out later. We didn't know. <laughs> but it means like lies, lies, lies. Yeah. Everything's so, a lie. Everything's a lie. Yeah. yeah. Everything <laughs> in, in this, this world, world is a lie. lie which is hilarious. Like if you think about that, like why would that be a kid's favorite birthday song? <laughs> 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 yeah. To start him young, teach yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, the, 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 way, way, the, way, way, yeah. the way you were singing it was like happy. like sude, 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 sude. Amen pan like, but it actually is. It's a happy song. In a well, sense. they wanted to confuse the young man, whoever. Ooh, no, it's an early. That. It's an early lesson, bro. Yeah, telling the kid early on. I, I don't knew, believe shit. I knew this was gonna happen. People are gonna give a shit for the mic stands. Arnold's like, did you guys run out of mic stands? You know what? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we have the mic stand here. We, we have, have the mic stand. Well, Our stand-up comedian decided not to use it. Yes. Oh, they're wondering, like, why is he holding the mic? <laughs> yeah. Actually, we got an yeah. extra one in, in the storage, too, so I don't know. <laughs> Did Henry take his mic? <laughs> it's funny, because I, I get those, when I, buy, when I bought my mics, I, like, I get the mic stand, and I just, I just put them away. I don't even, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I don't like that where I'm hunched over and uh, chained yeah. to the, you know. What do you use on your podcast? Sure, 58 microphones, and I just, we just hold them, and I tell people, just put it, like, close, and, you know. That's it? Yeah. Because cool. most of the people I perform with or, you know, record with or uh, other performers. So mm-hmm. because when, you know, I'm sure you've had this happen where they, they're not used to being on the mic. They start talking and you're like, but most of the people I do, I just like this, you know, it can yeah. be very frustrating though as you're talking, so soon they're telling a really good story and then the, the mic and they start getting, you're like, dude, put this mic back. <laughs> I usually like signal them or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're talking and they slowly start <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god how long have you been doing stand-up for over 20 years you know it's all i ever wanted to do and uh i'm really lucky that, that it's actually a job that it's something to do because uh, you know otherwise i'd just be like the funniest guy at work or whatever. so <laughs> at which i don't even know if i'd be the funniest guy because sometimes you go to these offices there's some funny people and it's funny in that environment you know yeah yeah but not everybody even the funny guys that like work at at the office, I yeah. still don't think they could like cut it when it comes to stand up. Yeah, they're not no. stand ups. Yeah, it's yeah. totally a different art form, and it's like it's it's funny how like certain you you know with stand up you just you compile you know different stories and and you kind of get it together. And there's something about that group party atmosphere, like when people are in a group mm-hmm. that makes something extra like funny. I think right, like, oh, 100%. especially like, when there's alcohol involved. There you go. <laughs> you know, it, that exactly though. Like that that fuels the, you know, yeah. even more. It's know? the same thing with singing. People think, "Man, I, I sing pretty great in the shower because, you know, your voice echoes, nobody can hear you." <laughs> That's all bro. You go up on stage, you're like, "Shit, this is harder than I thought." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> American Idol, bro. <laughs> Have you guys ever I remember the first time I'd sang karaoke? And uh, I was like, oh, my God, this song is longer than I remember. <laughs> right? Because like, it's never ending. It's never ending. And plus, I'm having to, you know, 
motorize it or whatever, like move it forward. Like I'm singing, I'm like, I like Michael Jackson. Let's do a Michael Jackson song. And then I was good for like one line, like looking out. And then this whole thing was like four and a half minutes. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse as <laughs> no. time is going yeah. on. Yeah. I actually sang karaoke. We were on vacation last week. I was in Cancun and I did <laughs> karaoke. Do you have a favorite bar. song that you sing? Or you yeah, just... Metallica is Nothing Else Matters. That's Nothing it. Matters. Yeah, because yeah, I could, you know, change my voice a little bit. How do you bit. do it? Give us a little bit. Yeah, give us a it's, little bit. You know, yeah, Armand, give us a little bit of Metallica. Hey, nothing Else Matters. <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, <laughs> no. Why did you go that way? Did Arnold get you going this morning? <laughs> this beautiful deep voice. I thought it was going to be like, you know, nothing matters. And he's there, like, don't fall out of Let's hear the real one. Darren wants to hear the real I need, one. I need an actual guitar here. I think he needs a scotch and maybe what a tequila as well. What are the words for nothing matters? I don't even know. He just said it. <laughs> nothing matters over and over? N- nothing else matters, yeah. It's, I, it's one of... No, it's, it's kind of like sute sute, nothing else matters. <laughs> <laughs> same same concept. Yeah. But, oh, but speaking of Cancun, I wanted to share this freaking crazy story. Oh, are they okay with you sharing yeah, it though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're we went on a big family trip, about twenty of us. We're staying in, um, in uh, at an all inclusive resort in Cancun. Is um, a, I hate to interrupt, mm-hmm. but let me ask: Is that a popular thing to do with Armenians? I know so many Armenians that go down to Mexico and stay at these all inclusive yeah. yeah. resorts because it's yeah. simple. When you're with the larger group, especially yeah. everything's paid for. Nobody's fighting for the bill. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know, food, alcohol, everything's paid for. So yeah, yeah so we and, just fight over the tip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's there's food and everything twenty four hours a day pretty much. So you can anybody can just wake up whenever they want. You're not really getting out. You're not in a city where you're going to have to go on tours or. Yeah. So sightseeing, so you can just wake up whenever you want. It sounds amazing. No, yeah. no pressure. For, uh, so I think that's the reason why a lot of bigger and, groups and because go we don't really have an ocean back. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the whole truth. Yeah, yeah. we don't have an ocean. <laughs> but yeah, what you were saying. So, so my brother-in-law Mike and I were sitting at at the bar in the pool, um, you know, having a couple of drinks, and this young couple walks by, sits at the pool. They're they're from Medellin, Colombia, where Pablo Escobar is from. Mm-hmm. So we start chatting with them for about 15, 20 minutes. You know, she's an attorney, and um, he works in some distribution center and all that. <clears throat> so all is good. And then that same night, we're hanging out with, again, some of my brother, my brother-in-law, and a couple of our cousins um, in the lobby. This is about 12, 31 o'clock. The parents, everybody's already, older folks are sleeping. So are the younger folks. And the babies, yeah. Okay. The babies are sleeping. So <clears throat> there's this girl sitting at the bar. She's, uh, I can only see her back, so I don't recognize her. My cousin, who's 18 years old, appro- goes to the bar, starts hanging out there drinking, because in Mexico it's 18, not 21. Mm. <clears throat> so she, he starts kind of trying to talk to her, but she doesn't speak English. So he comes back, he's like, man, she doesn't speak English. So what? So I'm like, go use a Google translator. You know, you got really? a phone, she's got a phone. So imagine this 18-year-old kid goes back over there, Again, starts talking. He's a uh, uh, basketball player, so he's got that you know basketball type of vibe. That hey, yo, what's up? You know, kind of girls dig that. Don't, yeah. don't look at me and do that shit. So he goes back. They he's st- got that bas- <laughs> basketball type of vibe. <laughs> you know that. What is that? Yeah, how it is that kind of? He's got that little you know like you know like Larry Bird, like you know, Ray. Like you know Ray's like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That Larry chill, Bird. That chill. Larry Bird. Because he can only relate to Larry Bird. <laughs> Larry, yeah, I love Larry Bird. He's Larry think, Bird and Chris Mullen. That's it. When I think <laughs> basketball. That's what I think of, guys. <laughs> so, so he goes back there. He's st- and and then I see that he pulls out his phone and they're chatting back and forth for until about one one thirty. Really? Yeah. It's, it must have been a quiet bar. It was because it's late. How are you going to do Google Translate? Yeah, music it's and late and the, a lot of people are yeah. sleeping already because it's a family resort. Hola, hello. And yeah. about an hour later, about one one thirty, yeah. picks her up and they go to his room. And you know they spend the night together, and then just me. Google translating with, with each 18 other. Eighteen-year-old Google translator, and then listen to this. When he comes down the next morning, I'm like, "Who's that girl? Do you have a picture? I'm just curious who she was." Um, he goes, "Yeah, actually, I have her Instagram. <laughs> I, she I gave know her, exactly what's going Bro, she, he he shows me the pictures. That fucking girl that Mike and I were having a conversation with her and her boyfriend. So my cousin didn't know that she had a boyfriend. She didn't mention it to him. Oh, shit. Until the following morning. No, no, Vio. Apparently, she put her boyfriend to sleep, <laughs> came down to the bar. Wow. <laughs> Hooked up with my 18-year-old cousin. <laughs> the attorney. Yeah, the attorney, yeah. She was 26, I think. 25, 26. Holy Can shit. Can you imagine? 
She put her boyfriend to sleep, came down, hooked up. So who do you blame in this situation? The girl. The boyfriend. Oh, the boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> For sleeping, right? Why you sleep at 12 o'clock, man? And they say Come men are on. scum. Right? That's exactly what we're talking We're like, shit, dude. Like, how, how do you do that? Your boyfriend's up there oh, sleeping. Oh, man. You're down there hooking up with an 18-year-old. Did that he, is. Did he have the time of his life? Did he? Oh yeah, he yeah. did. It oh, was in Google on. Translate later. Colum- How do you Colombian say girl comedia. with an 18-year-old boy. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yes, yeah. seriously, Shit. man. He never has to see her. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you this: that guy's never gonna forget that. Yes. Day. When he's on his last deathbed, that's one of the Bro, things. Bro, I, I told him. I said, "You're either gonna come on this show, or I'm gonna have to talk about this." He goes, <laughs> Bro, "Talk about it." Half of Glendale <laughs> probably knows the story already. Did you, did you know Did you know what Mike did Or not Mike Mike's your brother no, no, Mike, We don't want to yeah. get Mike in trouble <laughs> So imagine Google Translator You hook up a girl Who's with their boyfriend At an all inclusive resort We just shot up wow. Google stock By like yeah. 13 Did he see her again That week Or was it over Actually the night That I yeah. we were doing karaoke She attempted to hook up With her again But I think her She boyfriend, or he She did No shit But I think the boyfriend Woke up from his nap so <laughs> <laughs> I told you the boyfriend's Damn. the problem. They, they, they should be singing. Crazy. They should choose karaoke songs to put the boyfriend back to sleep. <laughs> right. They should kumbaya yeah. his ass yeah. back yeah. to yeah. sleep. Enter Sandman. <laughs> oh, can, man. can you imagine that? That's insane. The whole bro. week we were busting his balls and like. Uh, Dude, the guys had the best vacation. Of course, he, in a good way. He had the best time out of twenty people. That's a winner, right there. For an eighteen-year-old boy. That is, I Why? mean, what's that's a so big deal about 18 years old? No, come on, man. It's 18 kind of, years old, you hook up with a 26-year-old yeah. uh, Colombian attorney. Oh, Colombian, yeah. And here, it's kind of like, you know, when you hear stories. You know, you, we should hear what Darren has to say about his 18-year-old experience. I'm enjoying this story. <laughs> did, you, did you have a Colombian when you were 18? No, no, no. no. Okay, have you been to any of those resorts at all? Because you sound like you sounded like... Only the Armenians do it. I mean, have you not gone? Well, to my it? wife and I noticed that recently. Cause no, I haven't. But uh, it's funny because I was like, she's like, you know, my because my brother-in-law, like his wife, like they always love to go down, like with their Armenian family, they go to the resort, and then there's some um, parents at the at the karate school. Uh-huh. She's like, they're Armenian. She's like, hey, what they like to go to those resorts? And then I was thinking how I used to go to this place called Sardos. Y'all mm-hmm. don't know if you ever go to Sardos, mm-hmm. the sandwich uh, place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pizza they, sandwich. These yeah. two Armenian guys, they were always like, you got to go to these resorts. And then your mind starts connecting dots. I'm like, maybe it's a popular destination. I'm sure it's for everybody, but <laughs> but maybe among Armenians, like they like to go to you know Mexican resorts where it's inclusive. Yeah, well, they have yeah. it in Jamaica, Repu- uh, Dominican yeah. Republic, all over the place. Well, it's not, not an inclusive Mexico. thing. It's just the all-inclusive. all-inclusive. There you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's the difference? All-inclusive. <laughs> all Do you want to elaborate what the difference is? I don't even know. <laughs> it's just a bad joke. <laughs> no, no, no. There is, there's a lot to it. I don't know. Yeah. All-inclusive, you, you can get different packages. Oh. So you can get the one with just the food. You can get the one without the alcohol. You can get just the room. It's just oh. different packages I got this lady talking me into going on tour to Mexico City there you go but I don't know if I want to do it Mexico City I mean she said it's going to be among it's with the rich people's kids like it's the super wealthy people and I'm taking care of and Mexico City but still I think about like the cartels and stuff she said y'all have to worry about that but I'm like I don't even know how do I know this lady I don't even know if I know her that well get your nice wig there they're not going to do anything to you I know but you just I don't know you guys travel more than I do I I mostly perform in america and canada look at it i always look at it this way anybody who any of those stories you see on the news where oh the tourists were taken away and oh the cartel did this that tourist did something oh yeah they okay. pissed somebody off you have to oh, stand yeah. out for that time. yeah you really yeah. gotta piss somebody and off actually i've never seen stories like that and that's, now i'm gonna start googling <laughs> that because <laughs> you the, the slightest you been, the where slightest uh, yeah. like thought darren had of going to actually yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. i just ruined just it for ruined. him tourist kidnapped i'm like what the fudge yeah. like, uh, oh, and but he, i mean and he's white shit oh, i ain't gonna yeah. <laughs> be like yeah I, the, the, the people there are amazing very polite i mean you tip them and like Every, they take care of everything, like to the dime. And he means everything. That's well, cool. not everything. Man. I mean, you know what I mean? God damn man. Really? <laughs> <laughs> He's got all, he got all worked up over this. Uh, what do you think all inclusive means? I mean, come on, all inclusive. All inclusive. No questions asked. <laughs> <laughs> but being, being married to an Armenian, you should, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't been to. <clears throat> no, like our vacation is usually heading back up north, up hanging out the farm, just chilling, no traffic, people, just nothing but you know. 
That's yeah. what I like. That's what we like. It's I guess like, it's more of she's a second yeah. generation or third. Yeah, and I tour so much as a comic. It's like, I, I just, I don't know. Like You travel a lot. Yeah, so to me, it's like I'm always going on these little paid vacations. You know, like I was in Vegas last week at the Tropicana. Like, to me, that was all-inclusive. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. It's like the club, uh, the Laugh Factory is on the second floor, mm-hmm. and then my hotel room is on the fourth floor. I literally would walk down the hall elevator two stories down boom sold out shows have the time of my life you know and then i'm back in bed back upstairs everything's taken care of it's not like you're because my friend who's staying at the mgm his hotel room is literally a mile away it's like it's a 15 minute walk so sometimes comedians are late for their show they'll take a cab to the front of the hotel you know, <laughs> you'll get the faster walking, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In he, Vegas. Yeah, he he was at the uh, signature suites or whatever it is. But, oh, uh, he was in the back. Yeah, man. so I'm saying way over there. So it's like, you know, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you know, what, your hotel is like nice, but I there's something about being like, you in know, middle. elevator two floors down. Boom, let's do it. Yeah, I think. Yeah. See, the thing is, the what the reason why I said like, why haven't you gone is because like I think Armenians are more of like when. Any of their friends or siblings or anything, anybody, any of those people are married to yeah. somebody who's not Armenian. <laughs> I don't know if it's me or not, but they like showing the person off. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. everybody around them pretend, like not pretends, but like thinks that person doesn't know anything. <laughs> so it's like, hey, do you know this? Yeah. Let me show you this. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you know, I know about it. I know about it. But no, no, no. You don't know the way I know it. And they try to like show it off in a way where it's like, <laughs> it's like we know you an, don't. Yeah, Armenian yeah. perspective. It's so unique. Yeah. Listen, try, try this filet mignon. Oh, I've had filet mignon at Master, Mastro's. No, 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 no. You haven't had the filet mignon I make. I have to order it for yeah, you. <laughs> it's different. When I order yeah. it for you, they make it special. Yeah. Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> oh, they yeah. burn it, huh? <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of Armenian barbecue? Love it. Although I got to say my brother-in-law, like, I'll be, this is so good. And he's like, Oh yeah, man! I went down to Costco, and I'm like Costco, but yeah. That's the other thing, Armenian barbecue, yeah. bro. Everybody has their spot, right? No right. matter what you do, they're like, ah, "Have you tried Harry's?" Yeah, yeah. No, that's the only one I haven't tried. Oh, you have to try Harry's. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. okay, I've tried the other 497. Of Carousel's them. <laughs> where we usually go for big events. Carousel, yeah. you know that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Carousel. I love their appetizers. There's another one they've been going to, Rafi's. I think it's called Rafi's. Oh, yeah, Rafi's yeah. is amazing, yeah. too. Yeah, I like both of them. Yeah. Rafi's, I like their barbecue. Uh, yeah. Carousel, I like their appetizers. So oh, why yeah. don't you just open one right in the middle and use both of them? <laughs> <laughs> Lebanese yeah. appetizers, Persian Armenian. Yeah. Do it. Could be there. Do it. Yeah. Because the, the mezes at, or the appetizers at uh, Carousel, it's more uh, Eastern Armenian. Mm. Or I'm sorry, Western Armenian. Like Lebanon. Yeah. yeah so like Lebanon, yeah. Syria, those areas. Whereas Rafi's is more Pretty Iranian fun. Armenian. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a. I mean, the food I, I'd say is practically the same. It's just, I think, the appetizers. How is it the same? As far as the kebabs and stuff. What's your favorite the kind of cheese burrag? Is completely different. Cheese burrag? Which kind I do like you like? I like the spicy cheese burrag. Yeah, the spicy one. I like the ones that's it's like phyllo dough and it looks like triangles. Yeah, yeah. And then like, the middle is cheese. I love that. What, what do we call those? Is oh, it called oh, cheese Which burrag? one? Which one? Which is one? Is it called cheese burrag? Are you talking about the big triangle ones? Yeah, yeah. I love those. The one that they bring at Not weddings. Big. Kachapuri. Kachapuri. It's like yeah. this. It's like this big. Or maybe it could be square, but it's like, it's like a... You know, it's cheese. It's like the phyllo dough and the cheese and a little bit of parsley. Kachapuri, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's the, you can put anything, spinach, whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, they make there. that with Cilantro. potato or That's whatnot. my favorite. Oh, really? I've only yeah, had it with you. Now, when I was a kid, I have an Armenian uncle. And when I was a kid, we would, um, my mom would always, <laughs> we would get the uh, baklava, and I wasn't allowed to touch it until he had it first. It was like, and my mom would only get one tray, and it's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, but those suckers you know, aren't cheap, man. You I can't know. blame the lady. She should have got two, though, like two trays, like one for the kids, one for Uncle it Joe. It depends. Uncle Joe would come, he's Joe Vartan, rest his soul. And, uh, they would come in from L.A. and we're like, Uncle Joe's coming because that was the best, man. Like, those, you, know, <laughs> you get like, to eat baklava. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> See, a lot of that is basically Western uh, Armenian stuff. The baklavas, yeah. the uh, the carrots, the food. Well, it's not Western Armenian baklava. I don't think that's Armenian. It's, period. What Turkish? Or? No, no, I think it's Syrian. like yeah, they that's say Syrian. like baklava is Greek and then baklava is Armenian or something, right? No. Baklava, baklava. Oh, he's right. <coughs> Greeks have Darren? baklava as well. Yes, that's it. Okay, so it was khachapuri. Khachapuri, yeah. 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 Those are good. Yeah. And so, then some people are good at making them, and, and think, some people make them bad. And I think you're right, because like, my, um, but whatever you said earlier, because uh, my wife, like, they grew up with different words for this. Like, I don't even know what that word is that you just said. 
they always called it like oh like, yeah. what, what are the words I know like um, dolma. Uh-huh. Okay. Gone, 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 Important gone, question. Gone. Yeah. Cheese board. How do they say maybe. hi to each other? Do they say, no, you say? It. How do they say hi to each other? Inch pesos. Okay. Do they say botev or do they say potev? Ooh. Is it with the P or B? Wow. Hmm. How is he supposed to know? Because P and B exist in the <laughs> English right. language, but, but for him, he doesn't, it have, the same, he doesn't have an Armenian ear. How long have you been married to your wife? Twenty-two years. He should know. <laughs> you should know by now, yeah. man. Well, she just says hi. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. Inch is. Hold on, let me see if my brother-in-law wrote back. Nope, didn't write back. What'd you ask him? Uh, nothing, but I, just, I, just, I sent him a picture of us. Oh, okay. Because uh, see, if it's P, 100% Pedrotsi. Yeah. Or Western. You, you, you already heard it, or Badev? <laughs> <laughs> so Are you asking God. Google Translator or your brother-in-law? No, no my brother-in-law. It didn't even come out right. You say... Hold on. Badev with a P or Badev with a B? <laughs> You want me to type it out for you? <laughs> yes. Hold on. This is going to be hilarious. He's going to be like, how the fuck did this guy type Bonev it out? <laughs> Let me see what you wrote. Because that's good. I wrote, do you say Padev or Badev? Because it's, it's, it's B-A-R-E-V or it's P-A-R-E-V. Oh, I'm not even, I totally misspelled it. <laughs> I put P-A-D-E-V. P-A-D-E. Paid? Padev. Padev. Padev or Padev? Oh. It's with the, the R in there. Er. He's probably not going to write back. He might write back. Dude, I'm surprised you haven't, like, mastered Armenian. Because his, his wife, wife is... No, she knows, like, nine words. Like, she, I, oh, his she, wife is kind of like Jill okay. Simonian. Like, okay, they wrote back. Oh, back. yeah, okay. Yeah. Darren and his wife know just the amount, same amount. with the B. B with the B. Oh, yeah. but, okay. The last name is Andranikian. Andranikian. They're just ba- they're ba- probably old what school. Two villages are your parents <laughs> Why don't Why don't we just have your brother on the show? Exactly. <laughs> call, call him up. Where's the third? Mi- where's the fifth mic? Hey, did you know the first Armenian? I googled this once. It was like his name was Mark, I think, and he came into America like in the 1600s. Did you know that? Really? No, really. What did he do? Do I score points with you guys for that? Yeah, of course. Well, hell yeah, bro! I didn't know that shit. None of us that. even thought about it. <laughs> we never thought about googling who was the first Armenian in the U.S. Well, they have like some. They had some book at the library at the at my uh, at the um, in Lhasa. Oh, Vaughn and Carpet. Or oh, whatever. Bon, that, yeah. What's that oh, word? Harbert. Bon. Harbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harbert. V A N, and the other one is K H. Oh. Yeah, carpet. Or I actually ha- guessed that. Well, I, yeah, you did. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. If I'm not mistaken, the first company that was incorporated in the United States was Zildjian, which is the um, <coughs> symbols. The symbols of the drums. Oh. Yeah. But Zildjian is kind of a oh, yeah, Turkish right. Armenian. Yeah. Family, so it, the Armenians don't get full credit for it, but that was the first company that was incorporated in the U.S. Wow, that's interesting, man. Wow, see, that's you big. you teach us one thing, we teach you one thing. That's how it goes. Zildjian, oh, I like wow. that. So, how'd you get into comedy? Why? How'd you pick comedy? Do out of? I mean, you were comedy shows me, bro. How old were you at the time? Uh, I remember being like 13, 14 years old, and like the kids in school were like, "You should be a comedian." And then I, I was like, ah. and then I remember they had like career day and you'd walk around like the outside um, little quad and mm-hmm. I didn't see any comedians there. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, man, this is a weird, this is really a career. <laughs> and the closest thing was like, you know what I mean? Some guy's struggling. <laughs> there was, um, but there was uh, radio guys and I thought, well, maybe I'll get into radio. Mm-hmm. So I did radio for, I did, when I was in, right after high school, I was in, um, I did radio, I did stand up. And I did, and I was in school. And, you know, and it, stand-up took off faster than radio because in radio, you, especially back then, you had to, like, work the overnight shift and do more, like, board operating and work in the controls. Mm-hmm. And, and stand-up was, like, something that's, you know, it's great. Like, you just, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to turn this phone off. I think my brother-in-law is calling right now. Yeah. Put him on speaker. Yeah. Actually, yeah, put him on speaker. Let's see what he says. <laughs> I know, right? Let's hear his accent. Oh, actually, he's cool. He gave me just a thumbs up, so that's good. Okay, good. I think he knows. I, I, I put him. We're live, so I turned the ringer off, so I won't even know. <clears throat> but yeah, that's how I started. Um, you know, that's I got into comedy. People told me I should do it, and when you that first show and you get that big laugh, that big rush, it's amazing. It's like it's like nothing else. You know, it's whatever, if you, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, of course. Know? I mean, because it takes a lot of guts to actually get up on stage. Yeah. And, you know, write all that material and then hope that, you know what, the crowd is not only in the mood, but they actually understand your mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Then eventually then you start like you could just something will happen like like either in the moment, but even like that day and you'll just say it on stage. And then 
If you have a relaxed delivery and you're not a fr- you're, you're not like I hope you liked it, then they won't laugh. But if you just say it, then they'll usually like go with it and they're receptive. That's to a, it, huh? that's another great feeling. That's another level of like, you know, like I was talking to this waitress and she, she I noticed she was about a half inch taller than me, and I caught myself standing up straighter, <laughs> and I'm like, why am I doing this? And I thought, oh, I have this deep seated insecurity. <laughs> oh, so when I went on stage, I said uh, something about I go, I appreciate tall women. They make men's postures better. Oh, see? Right? There you go. And it was, boom, right there. Then I told the story, and I acted it out, and I said I could actually hear my spine going, <laughs> you know, and they laughed again, and, and so, boom, there's the joke right there, right. you know? like Because I think it's like if a woman is like like six inches taller, you're like, okay, whatever, she's telling I submit to the power, you know? Yeah. But if they're just like a little bit taller than you, you're going to you, you, see You're going to try to reach that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, you know what? She was I, like, I, I'm I can f- see over it. I'm five, yeah, and so then, and then, and then I, I tagged that joke. Like the next week, because I, I told it like three or four times, and then the next week I, I thought of this other part where I go, People go, how tall are you, Darren? I go, I don't know. I'm 5'10", 5'11", depending on who I'm talking to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? I see, yeah. But yeah, that's just like a thing, you know, yeah. like that. Do you ever pick on your audience? or? No, I don't really pick on them, but I'll, I'll you know, have fun with them, but I don't want them to feel attacked because then they'll just, you know, they'll either attack back, which which goes wrong, <laughs> or they'll, yeah, because then it just gets ugly and security gets involved, or they'll like, they'll like clam up and not, you know, like, oh, I'm not going to look at him or involve, you know, so I don't really attack. I learned that early on. I just, I, I, uh, engage them. Yeah. 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 Engage them all the time. I I gently tease them sometimes, you know, like if a guy, like, like see if you were wearing, if you were dressed like this, I'd be like, I might, like if I could see you and I'd be like, I go, Oh, I see why this guy wore shorts. Nice legs, bro. (laughs) And then the crowd laughs and I go, you're the kind of guy you're like, you guys go ahead, take the elevator. I'll be taking the stairs. (laughs) You know, you know, like these calves look too good to be in long pants. Bro, what are you talking <laughs> about? You should see this guy in uh, spaghetti straps. <laughs> in a speedo. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Because what do you do with hecklers then? I mean, it looks. I mean, because those assholes are always it's very around. uncommon, man. It's not that common. I think it's uncommon. Yeah, it's not. I guess if you're playing like a weirder type of room, maybe you, depends where you are too. But right? uh, really, at this level, I don't. I or any level, I, I hardly ever got heckled. I just didn't. You know, knock on wood. I, I'm yeah, pre- I'm pretty funny in my movement. I, I the energy's there, and I'm like I keep it moving. And that's another thing because I used to have that fear of hecklers. And so, once you get over that f- fear, like you just you can you're actually become a better comedian because you can pause, and people will listen, and you're drawing them in, which is way better and for everyone than here's some person that's so afraid to take a breath because yeah. they're afraid they're going to get heckled because they'll talk in my limited and they'll talk like this and it's uncomfortable to listen to. Yeah, because I think the pausing nowadays is like when you pause, it's like kind of like a reset. But then yeah. if you're a good comedian, it's like everybody's kind of just like they're waiting for. Yeah, man, I, I've been able to like last couple of years, like just really pause. It doesn't matter. It's like I'll take a drink, <clears throat> excuse me, a drink of water and, and they'll they'll listen because I'm, they've, I've been delivering. And I also will just straight up tell them like, hey, you know. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody wearing shorts out there? Can make <laughs> no. no, but I'll, I'll just like slow it down and be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause. I go because, because I already know, and like, I'm gonna re- like in one minute, I'm gonna be going crazy with voices and like, you know, all this crazy stuff, and you know, darn, you know, all this stuff. So it's like, it's okay. You know? how, how did the beatbox thing kind of? fit into your comedy I used to do it just at the end I had this one bit I don't even remember what the bit was back in the day and then I started like I, I noticed like it's kind of cool plus I, I don't know like I, it's a fine line to <clears throat> it's like if you played violin like like it's cool for maybe for a certain amount of time and then if you do it too much it gets it sucks <laughs> like, so you gotta figure out the right you know the right amount of beatbox yeah yeah exactly dude cause now I, right now I'm, I, I found that sweet spot where people dig it you know but there was times like tw- 10 years ago or one time I did the show and it was I was a lot for like the veterans a lot of older folks in the audience and I hit the mic and I'm like I'm Darren Carter the party starter are you ready to start this party Let's do it. And right when I hit that beat, when I go, <laughs> all these old people went, ah, it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned, like, okay, you got to figure out the right, you know. And it's interesting how, like, you know, with, with, you just got to do it, like, in small doses, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, you can't overdo it. Any, anything, any when it comes to anything like that, you can't. Yeah, it's overdo like a guitar it. solo. How you would hate it if you went to a concert and the guys just doing guitar solo <laughs> way too long. Yeah. Like, Forty-five minutes. Solo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, I think it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was Bob Saget. Uh-huh. Bob Saget at the end of his bits would do like a little guitar solo, not a solo thing, but he oh, would sing a song. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you guys. I don't remember what it was, but it was. 
it was that song where it's like, there was an old farmer who sat on a rock, uh, stroking his whiskers and shaking his fist at the neighbors. And he gets like it. The fact it, that you remembered that. I, is, I, dude, I've seen it about I've, 11 times. I've seen, it, I've seen that bit a lot. <laughs> and I watched it live as well in Vegas. It was, uh, it was uh, like the way he did the, the song. It was like yeah. the last word was going to be like a dirty word, but he would use something else for it. I'll, I'll put the video up on our wiseness page. It's hilarious, man. You're you got a Bob Saget fan, aren't you, pal? Of course, man. The guy was on Full House, but he had the dirtiest mouth in the world yeah. when it comes to his comedy. Now that's that's some talent. Where you can do the dirty and the clean. <laughs> yeah. Bro, because the thing was, you would look at Bob Saget, you'd be like, all right, you know what? Uh, he's on Full House. How bad could he be? And then you go to go to stand-ups, you'd be like, holy shit. You know, Danny's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty, he's got a bad, dirty mouth, man. But anyways, uh, so Darren, any upcoming shows? Anything coming up soon? Yeah, um, if you guys are if you guys are in the Santa Clarita area, I'm going to be there Tuesday, tomorrow night, August 27th. They can go to my Instagram. There's a get tickets button. Click that. Get tickets. Instagram. Uh, it's on Eventbrite. Santa Clarita. It's beautiful, man. Noche Azul. This upscale Mexican restaurant. And I'll be there Tuesday night. And then I got like El Paso coming up. Phoenix. Um, Oklahoma City, like all all wow. across, you're yeah, all over the country, I'm all huh? over the place. And but the way I like to say it is with the podcast, it's great because you're you know you're right there, like with them every week. You know, your podcast is once a week as well. Yeah, Pocket Party Podcast. Every now and then, I'll throw up like two episodes. And do you guys do that? Do you ever do two episodes in one week? Or we, I think Initially, we've done it twice. We, we, yeah, a couple of times we did it, but no, not anymore because <clears throat> we primarily have guests now instead yeah. of just the three of us. So. Uh, we tend to kind of just set up Monday seven thirty. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Every, our listeners who follow us religiously kind of expect us seven thirty every Monday. They put their kids to bed. So we call That's it great. TGIM. You know, thank God it's Monday. Thank yeah. God it's Monday. Give people something to look forward to on a Monday, man. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> Weekend's over. Shit, what do we do? Oh, man, we got the Wise Nuts tonight. Let's watch the Wise Nuts. What else am I going to do at 7.30 at night? <laughs> the Wise Nuts. Yeah. Uh, we got a question from one of our listeners. He says, Darren, what do you do to hype yourself up? Hype myself up. Usually I'll go get two shots of espresso. There you go. You know, two shots of espresso. Uh, shout out to my brother-in-law. Gives me those Starbucks gift cards every birthday and Christmas. So I, I walk into Starbucks and I get those two shots of espresso. When I'm at their house, I get the Armenian coffee. I like that too. Mm. Very that, nice. You know, that should rattle you up. Yeah, yeah, that'll rave you up, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll put a nice smile on your face. Yeah, like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I also try, I like to exercise. You know, like, that's one of the things I do, like, just to, you know, it's good for physically and mentally, you know, mm-hmm. like every day I do something. Um, the new thing I've been doing is, uh, like, well, in June, in June, I was like, okay, I'm going to do 50 push ups, 50 sit ups. And, you know, uh, what was it, 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups, and 50 squats. Like, no weights. And, like, Monday, like, like, like every day of the week in June. Like, and then if I go to the gym, that's cool. If I don't go to the gym, it's cool. But at least I knew I did those 50. And then in July, I pumped it up 60, 60 push-ups, 60 sit-ups, 60 squats. And then I added five minutes of stretching. And I missed about six days because that's just way too much. Like, like, believe it or not, I mean, without a day off, like, no rest, it's like, ugh. So this month, August, I'm, I'm, every morning I wake up, I do like crunches. And I don't really even count anymore. I'm like, let me just, I, I wear, con- anybody here wear contact lenses? No, no. No? no. no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wear Armenian, bro. <laughs> Your perfect vision. We squint. Yeah. <laughs> we don't put shit in our eye. I'd rather go blind than put yeah. something in my eye. Well, the reason I say that, the, the thing about the contacts is you, you have to wash your hands. And so to air dry them, I'm like, well, as I'm waiting for them to be air drying, you know, I'll, let me just do some, some uh, crunches. And I'm telling you, it's like, like doing 50 crunches every morning, I do feel like this, the abdominal muscles are getting stronger. Like, like, and your hands you will know. dry by that time. Too. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll dry, you know. Yeah. And then you, you wake up, you know, you wake up, you get up off the floor and maybe do like, you know, a few Wash jumping. your hands again. <laughs> yeah, wash your hands again. Then <laughs> you just, how'd you get that six pack? Because <laughs> I'm germaphobic. <laughs> no. I keep washing and drying my hands through the air. No. That's what would happen to you, probably. What? Your OCD germaphobe type uh, of... No, no, no. Not, ger- no not a germaphobe. No. Not a germaphobe. But I tried that thing that he was talking yeah. about. I was like, we're going to Puerto Vallarta. It was like two months before that. Puerto Vallarta? Now, this is an all-inclusive Mexican resort? Yeah, there resort? you go. Another all-inclusive <laughs> Mexican resort. So yeah. we booked the tickets two months in advance, and I was like, you know what? I got to get my PV body in shape. And I got this thing on... Uh, I found this thing on Pinterest. It was like this whole two-month... Uh, Strength and endurance, <gasps> yeah. free free weight kind of you know not free weight but like strength and endurance body uh, Using weight your body weight yeah. yeah and it was like the first one was like 
30 push-ups, 20 crunches, and then like 20 squats. And then the next day was, you know, it was like a mixture of stuff. <laughs> it took three days. Like we had a wedding on Saturday. Came back from the wedding. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm not doing it tonight. I'll just continue it the next morning. Yeah, hey, I got a question then, for you. Yeah. Did you, before you go into Puerto Varta, did you tat, like, you know, shave a six-pack No, no, of course not. No. I just trimmed the, every single piece <laughs> of my body before I went there. You did? Of you course. Have to, you have to, Come bro. On, Are you dude, kidding me? seen this guy? Oh, he's oh not, not hairy, but I mean, you, you know, we're still Armenian. You just kind of, he still you, has you lighten it up a little bit. Uh, I mean, I got nothing. I'm not, I don't have the shoulder pads and stuff, man. Like my brother, Alfred, have you, he's. Yeah, he's hairy. I mean, that's an understatement. Like my, he was, he was talking. He was, he was going bald, and he was like, "Oh, there's these vitamins that you take that you know help your hair grow." So like, I think if, if you take those vitamins, <laughs> I think it'll grow in the right area. It's not gonna grow in the right area, bro. He's got hair coming out from next to his eyes. I'm like, just let it go, bro. Just let it go. But yeah, I was saying, like, after like two or three days, wedding, woke up yeah. Sunday, family day, and then I was like, oh, you know, tomorrow's mon- Monday, work. I was, you know, it didn't last, and I went to Puerto Vallarta. I looked at the pictures, looked at myself, very disappointed. Oh. Well, with everything, it's, I mean, anything you, you want to implement into your daily routine, it's like you do it for a week, two weeks, a few days, and then life happens. You're like, all right, I'll start tomorrow, then tomorrow never comes. You know what it is? I think if you stay committed to it, it'll happen. It's just it's like, it kind of, you procrastinate. Yeah. And then you kind of like, you, know, you just brush it off as that, in like, I, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I think that's what why, why I was able to to keep this for so long, like you know, because I started hitting the. I joined a boxing gym about four years ago, and um, and I think like like having that routine, it it, it it's easier because it, like you said, once you get out of the habit, it's easy just to be like ah tomorrow, but like like just like the crunches, like every day now, I don't even think about it. I just do it, and it's like it's actually not the just. It, also, I would say make the goal not too high because if you make it too high, then you'll you're just like. One year for Thanksgiving, I was like, I'll do 100 push-ups. And then for Christmas, I said, I'll do 200 push-ups, 200 sit-ups. And then it's just too high, man. You give up. You're like, because you're like, ah, do I really want to do 200 today? It's like, <laughs> Yeah, see, just, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. But if you tell yourself, <laughs> let me just do 50, you know, 50, you know, 50 is nothing really. For you, it's not. But I wanted to start at five each, bro. That's it. Do it. Do it. That's, five. that's yeah. what I'm do starting. Well, well, by the way, I don't do 50 in a row. It's like, you know, you could literally do like, you know, 10, 10, 10. Five five five. All right. You know, one one one. Whatever. You know. Don't I even might, do. I, I might apply. I might apply. Do just do. You know what? Do it. Right, say it on the air right now. Be like, start with a low number. Like I'm gonna do ten a day. Just do ten. Say I, it, Edgar. I can do one a day. Past that. <laughs> we, one we, a day. We are not one? getting me to commit to. You're over <laughs> ambitious, my friend. Come on. What time do you wake up in the mornings? Six. Six fifteen latest. Mm. Wake up at five. I could wake up. A no, five. honestly, like to do to do fifty, I timed it. It only takes five minutes to do it. Like for me, like to do it would take with if you set the timer for five minutes, you could you'd be you could set the timer for one minute. <laughs> You'll do a ten push ups in one oh, minute. I need like forty minutes of breaks just to do all of that. <laughs> so you you said you go to a boxing gym as well. Yeah. So you actually yeah. like? I mean, is it a bag or do you have like a only bag and, and, and mitts? I don't spar. It's like I'm like, what, there's no there's no point. Like if you're not a professional, it's like you know, unless you're young and you want to get hit. I'm like, that's a hard sport. Yeah, man. that's a hard sport. It's great though. It's like the motivation is amazing. Like you're seeing these pro fighters in there, and there's like they're right next to you. Like I can't you can't just work out like next to the Lakers or the, the you know what I mean like the Rams or something. It's like they're dodge. Like I'm literally that the one time the guy goes his brother goes. Hey, you want to do some leg exercises? I go, yeah. So they have like the ladder. It's like a rope ladder. Mm-hmm. And we're in the boxing ring doing all that. that, that le- Jumping in and yeah, out. Yeah, footwork stuff. I'm like, it's funny to see like, you know, a pro fighter. Like, I'm like, dude, this guy is so fast. Like, it looks like a little mosquito on top of water. Like, meanwhile, I'm like, like, I should have filmed it because you could see like, and I'm someone who exercises. Imagine if you never. It's like, oh my god, that footwork! And then these guys fight on TV all the time. Yeah. It's like, but, I mean, professional you know, athletes are on a different. It's level. like you're. It's like I like the boxing gym because I feel like you're in a professional like Rocky movie. You know, like these guys have their some. They come from all over the world, like Africa, England, Armenia, Russia, um, Kazakhstan, like all mm. these places. And they're all those flags are in the boxing gym, and they're fighting on you know. ESPN and all that kind of stuff. And you train with some of those guys? Wow. Yeah, I train not with them. Next I'm, to I'm, I'm well, side by side. Gym. Yeah, yeah, side by side. Gym. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, in the vicinity. Technically, yeah, I'm in the vicinity. You, yes. you can say with them. Nobody's in it. <laughs> yeah. like, I think I spar with Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, the, the only thing I'm really good at compared to like like that. This is not one. There wasn't one. By the way, it took me three years. Not one person was ever impressed by anything I did the first two years. Nothing, you know, like not not one thing. Finally, some people were like, "Oh, that's cool with the jump rope." The only thing I could do is kind of I'm kind of good with the jump rope, you know. A few of them are like, like because they don't really. There's a couple guys that don't really do turn into the jump rope. That's another thing Armenians are horrible. At. Jump, jump rope, rope? Yeah, really. Jump rope. Yeah. But I mean, if you if you were to go back to yourself and see yourself from two years ago when you started hitting the mitts, mm. I mean the mitts I don't hit enough. Like I'm still getting better at it. But you're uh, right though. Like that's the one thing because, you know, I mean yes I'm better like hitting the bag and hitting the double end bag because before I was always dropping my hands. I wasn't really turning like you're supposed to. Like they t- you know you, they tell you all the stuff you're supposed to do and then you forget. Yeah. <laughs> you're like oh yeah because there's so and it's all little stuff. Even the pros though I see the pros training and then like the like the coach I hear him. You know, like the coaches are like, you know, turn, turn. Like you got, they keep telling them, you know, move the head, move yeah. the head. Because you, and, the, and I love this one phrase. The guy goes, uh, he goes, you, you're standing there just waiting for a receipt. Keep it moving. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to be like da 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 da, and like see what how you know what I mean? <laughs> punch me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't wait for <laughs> a receipt. It's your turn. It's your turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, it's not my turn. You hit me. I hit you. You. I hit, they go, you're supposed to be. The trick is hit and then get out of the way and yeah. don't get hit. So it's like, by the way, one. Of the, I remember like the first when I first joined the gym, this guy who was. Not a pro fighter. He's just like a eleven year, like he'd been doing it for eleven years. Really enthusiastic about it. He's like, he's like, hey, let's do an exercise. I'll get in the boxing ring, and you, just, your whole goal is to hit me. Yeah. He goes, and I want to show you how hard. No, that's right. I know. And you, I didn't realize how hard it is to hit somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> it's always <laughs> like that, bro. Yeah. I swear. I sparred when I was sixteen. You did. First, first day I walked into wow. the gym and. That was a disaster. Three yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, hard. Yeah. Like the longest three minutes I've ever gone through. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it's you feel like impossible. the time doesn't end. Yeah. 30 seconds feels like you're five minutes to you. Yeah. When I did grappling, when I did uh, jujitsu. Yeah. On TV, you watch it, you go, how hard can it be? And then you get in there and he's like, all right, you know what? We're going to do some light, light sparring. <laughs> that, I, it was a five minute sparring session by like 30 seconds. I was like, when is this over? When is this That's over? How I felt. Yeah, because the they toss you around like you're a rag doll. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like he's 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 laying down, and you're you're basically you're trying to get on top of him to kind of like choke him out or at least grab his arm or something. All of a sudden, your your legs are in the air, wow. and then you're on your back, and then he's on top of you, and all of a sudden, your arms ah. <laughs> being pulled out of its socket. It's just it's crazy. It, it doesn't. I guess it just takes. Years and years and years of practice. Yeah, even in the beginning, like I remember, like I was hyperventilating a little bit because you're like, you're, I, I didn't realize. Here's two things. Here's the things I learned that you, that you don't want to do. You're holding. You're I was holding my breath and I'm clenching really tight the whole time. You're not supposed to do any of that. You're supposed to like breathe, like relax. Yeah. And like, and you're not. And before you punch, you're supposed to like. You don't tense. You, you keep it loose. And then at the very last second is when you, you know, turn you turn it. Yeah. And you're supposed to like. It's all the stuff you you, you know. But then when you get in there, you're still like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, and also like the guys that are really good as they're punching, like they literally like one of the maneuvers a guy like one of the coaches taught us is like it's this old school like you put your hand kind of like in front of you like this and you like your thumbs against your nose basically mm-hmm. and you literally like just misdirect the punch so like the guy's punching and it's just you're just going like that so I'm trying to punch this guy and he's just like my I'm punching and he's taking the momentum and it's flying the wrong way and I'm just all of a sudden these bo- these 16 ounce boxing gloves felt like five pounds and you're just like Shit. oh I can't even hit you and. But he's he's you not know. striking back though. No, right? luckily he wasn't striking back either. That's another thing. He was like he's like he was like just try to hit me the whole time and, and without him striking back. So then about four months goes by, I get a little bit better, get more in condition. We he goes, we tried it again, <clears throat> and then after the first run, he goes, okay, he goes, you're getting better. He goes, now what we're gonna do? He goes, as you're, he goes, I'm gonna jab only jab. I'm not gonna use any of my other weapons. I'm only gonna jab back, and uh, so now like so that. Now I'm at, it's like starting all over again, like shoots and ladders. Because I'm like, because knowing oh, that as, if yeah. I put my hand out, this guy's going to try to punch back. But, and I don't think he was going to try to punch me in the face. I don't remember. He's not trying to break your nose. Right. And I didn't even have any headgear or none of that shit in. But I think he was just going to try to show me, like, I could have got you there. Fake jabs. Yeah. 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 But it may be still to the body or something, but it wasn't going to be super hard. But still, it was just like, you don't realize, like, okay, because every time your hand goes out, now you're leaving yourself open. Yeah. You know? So it's like. See, and the crazy thing is, you're attacking him. Right. Now imagine if he, he turns on and he goes, All right, now we're doing defense. I'm yeah. coming at you. Yeah. You yeah. gotta basically do what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Now it's my no, I did that too one time I did this training session and they were like, you know, uh doing these drills, you know. And um so they're like, Okay, he's gonna do they tell you exactly what they're gonna do. He's gonna do uh 
uh, a right, left, right hook. And so you're supposed to go, you know, and they tell you what you're supposed to do, like cover up, go with it. And, and still it's weird to be like, all right, everyone get your, you know, get against the ring, but you leave like enough room to like go back. Yeah. And you're supposed to, and you know what they're going to do, but it's still like weird. And then the one guy that I was training with, he actually hit kind of hard. I'm like, it was better to train with a girl. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Because it was like, yeah, because she's not hitting as hard, and you know, and you're still getting the what's going on. Don't say that, Dan. Yeah. Well, no, she was just like a regular like young girl that was, you know, she not wasn't a, like a not a boxer. Yeah, yeah not she, a boxer. Oh, yeah, yeah. She yeah. happened to be walking by. They brought her in. Come on, <laughs> you're gonna sp- spar with the white guy over there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine Go that? easy on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So do you still do you still go to the boxing? Yeah, I, and stuff? I try to go like three times a week if I can. Sometimes I'll do four times, yeah. but Shit. yeah, I love it, man. It's like the best, like the, the total workout gets you going, and you know, um, and then uh, there's nothing like it, you know. Like to, I, I, you sweat so hard, you know, like more than anything, you know. You started like, do you started doing that light uh, the light sparring and stuff as well, right? Well, not, not I'm sorry, so not sparring, but no, I'm sorry, but the mitts, right? Because yeah. I remember when you first started, it was kind of slow. Now that I'm watching you as far as on Instagram and stuff, you're getting quick at it. It's, and your leg movement's different now. Yeah, it's getting better. But you know what's what's really holding me back? If I tell you, you're going to laugh at What? Me. You're going to have the same problem if you ever do boxing. What is it? Because both of us used to be dancers, oh. Armenian folk dancers. Uh-huh. Yeah. That shit, bro. Like, in tights. Man, it, in tights. It, it gets in the way. You want to do leg movement, it somehow turns into an Armenian dance movement <laughs> because your muscle is wow. more used to Armenian oh, dancing wow. than it is boxing. But how does it, how does it interfere? The balance, it just doesn't right? look right. The balance. It doesn't yeah. look right. It's, it just Are you crisscrossing? No, oh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to cross your legs either. Because so, that's how Armenian dance is. Like when you move side to side, it's not like bobbing and weaving and it's not like going side yeah. to side. You crisscross. One, one leg goes over yeah. the other. And then the other one goes behind. So you got to teach your brain and your muscles. Just picturing not to. the Armenian dancer, you you rip off the gloves and grab pinkies with the. <laughs> yeah. <other guy. laughs> yeah. You grab a white handkerchief and you're like doing this thing. You know. Oh exactly. man, that that that's been the biggest challenge for me. And it's not like I danced and I was 40 years older. No, no, but it's still but in still, you. 37. <laughs> no, but you know, there's a boxer. Uh, he's doing really well now. His name is um, Sergey Lipinets, and he used to be a kickboxer. And, and a kickboxing champion. Now he's like, he he fought like Mikey Garcia. He's doing really well. He won a belt and he's like, continuing to climb up the mm-hmm. ladder. But like, I think sometimes they said sometimes his his um, because he's doing like some kickboxing type techniques, which is opposite than regular boxing, and it kind of oh hundred percent had to relearn something. I, I I don't know how a kickbox. I see like anybody transitioning from MMA to like boxing, dude. It'll be hard. Very difficult. Best yeah. example: Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor went in with Floyd Mayweather, one of the best in the world, and he he that tried was a to dumb basically decision. yeah but he tried to box him, thinking like oh you know what it's going to mm. be easy, dude he was he was trying to grapple with him he was basically grabbing his back yep, he was like yep. the, the rabid punches yeah, yeah. and it was like it just it, it doesn't flow whereas I think if a boxer were to go to an MMA same I, thing would happen to him no uh, the boxer would get destroyed yes yes yeah because it's weird how they keep their hand like I know this guy that did Muay Thai he's like yeah you keep your hands in front. Because you're blocked, and then but in boxing you're supposed to keep it up by in your front of your face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this. The, yeah, I heard this one guy say something. He goes, he was. Uh, he's by the way, he's like just a boxing enthusiast. You know, mm-hmm. he's not like a pro boxer. He's just an old, old, uh, retired cop. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. The analogy gives me. He goes, he goes um, about punching and then protecting yourself. He goes, never send someone to the store without protecting your home from robbers. Oh, uh, see? So basically, like, every time you go back, another yeah. hand has to protect, you know? But <clears throat> see, that's exactly how Floyd fights as well. He's always got one hand up, he's jabbing, yeah. and then he's always... And he's got that a Philly shell thing. That yeah, Philly and then he's got a shoulder protecting the house as well. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, making a living doing that? I wouldn't know. I can't even imagine that. Like, and then knowing that you're going to get... Every day you get closer to getting older, and then you're going to have to be out of the business. It's like, it's weird, right? Oh, it's the blues to the head, man. That's what Gosh. I'm cur- worried about. Yeah. Like, how many times Luck retired after only seven seasons? Well, mm. the guy was, I mean, smart. Uh, knee injury after, like, shoulder injury after head injury. I mean, the body could take so much. And that's football, and man. That's smart. That's mm. a smart decision. Now, imagine a boxer. A boxer yeah. getting punched in the head constantly for, I mean, look at it this way. Let's say he doesn't get knocked out ever, ever. Yeah. He just basically goes 12 rounds, majority of fights. 
imagine for 12 rounds, constant, boom, jab, jab, uppercut. Yeah. Dude, I mean, after what age does the brain actually start they shutting say, they down? They say it's not even the boxing matches. It's all the sparring in the gym and stuff. Yeah. It's all that training, you know, the compounds yeah. and stuff. Muhammad can, Ali. Yeah. yeah. One well, of the best examples. For Muhammad Ali, there's a different theory about what happened to him as well. But yeah. well, Jenny, Jenny well, does Muay Thai and... She said you have to have one hand up at, to protect yourself at all times. Mm. Well, uh, well, remember, Muay Thai, there's legs involved as well, so you got to protect the body as well. God, that's crazy. Muay Thai's uh, crazy, right? Like, you got the elbows, knees, this, I'm that. I'm just glad so I don't have to have fight. Have you guys seen that Armenian-Italian, Giorgio Pet- Petrosian fight? They no. Call him, they call him the surgeon. No. He's so precise. Mm. Is he like in, like, in the world champion. Really? Wow. Muay Thai? Yeah. No, well, I haven't seen him. Kickboxing, yeah. He's but see, let me ask you this. World. What's the difference between kickboxing and Muay Thai, though? The style. It's just, but I mean, it's still kickboxing. Yeah, it, the style is different. Can you elbow in kickboxing? Yes. You can elbow in kickboxing. In professional matches, I'm not sure. But yeah, you can. You can do what you want, bro. How about no. Lomachenko? You guys ever watched Lomachenko? Oh, yeah, man. That guy's, that guy's a good. Monster, he was bro. a former dancer. Like, I think he did ballet or something. No, but his, dan- his type of dancing, <laughs> it probably lend itself to being you know, a champion as opposed to what you're saying. Like, He's, I don't yeah. know what's. That guy's a monster, He's man. He's so good He's, at like. Punching, punching, and then stepping around to the person. So the person's guarding themselves, and they're like, where'd he go? And he's already behind Yeah, them. he's like, one, two, one, two. And then he, all yeah. of a sudden, he's behind you. You turn around, you eat another one. Look that guy up, you guys. Lomachenko. Yeah, he's a Ukrainian Loma. boxer. Yeah. Uh, I, like he's, I like Nate Diaz a lot. Well, Nate Diaz is MMA. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I like yeah. MMA. More. The Stockton slap. The, the Diaz brothers, when you watch them fight, they look like they're not doing anything. They're just like, you know, swinging no, their hands. It's all methodical but stuff, man. Nobody can beat those guys. It's crazy. You know, they're triathlon athletes, right? Yeah. And they're both vegan. Wow. And they're both potheads. And they're both potheads. Yeah. Hey, real quick, because I, I like, how did the Armenian dancing mess up your boxing? Like, what is it exactly? Would you because describe it? Movements, because your the leg, movements, your leg movements are, yeah. you're used to, for example, you have to point your toes all the time. And yeah. the movements are, like he said, crisscrossing. Whereas with boxing or uh, yeah. kickboxing, you move one at a time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like if you go sideways, right? Yeah. And then, the, and then you drag your foot. You go, leap, yeah. Yeah, and, so and a lot of times your knees got to be locked, like straight and dancing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they don't they don't drag the Armenian dancing. The drag is what makes it very it's, difficult. It's kind of like river dancing. I mean, in a sense, I don't know oh. if you've seen that. Yeah, uh, Scottish. All, it's all lower bottom. Yeah, <laughs> lower body movement. Yeah, literally, the tops just move by themselves, <laughs> all together, uniform. Jenny's yeah. like, anybody feel like watching Bloodsport? <laughs> or, that's the original Ultimate Fighting. It is. That was fun. It is. See. Bloodsport, when it first came out, it was in the early, I think it was in the eighties, right? Late eighties. Yeah, I wasn't. I was well. I was around, but you were still nursing. I was still nursing, literally. But then when I watched Bloodsport in the nineties, I was a little kid, yeah. and I would look at it. I'd be like, oh, you know what? It's cool. It's fighting. After the UFC came out, and the UFC, you know, kind of blew up. You start watching, and then you go back and watch Bloodsport. You go, okay, this guy's a Muay Thai fighter. This guy's oh. a karate guy. This guy's uh, like you. You well, you for, figure out forget everybody's about style. the modernized UFC. Go watch like the first five or ten UFCs. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's where just, it was it's insane. Four hundred pound guy against the one forty. Yeah. Forget mm. about when Dana took over. Then there was rules and regulations. Back then there wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was what's that one guy? He looks like Tom Selleck. Had the big mustache. Yeah, Dan Severin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I watched a thing with him and like there's him and Selleck. I just. Trading blows back and forth, back and him forth, and back the and Asian forth, guy. Back and forth, back and yeah, forth, that was in Japan. It's like, that was oh my crazy. God, that was crazy. This is a big age. That was a pride, Japanese pride, pride, and he was a big Japanese mm-hmm. guy. The yeah, one yeah. About. yeah like, the, wow. those days were insane. I mean, pride itself was different than the UFC when they were both when they were going back and forth with each other as far as competition wise. Pride was a little bit more intense because, you, like the guys on the floor, you could kick them you in the face. Them, yeah. mm. You could stomp. And you could knee them in the face. Yeah, Damn. you could stomp. You could. There was the twelve o'clock to six o'clock elbows. It was just a completely different, different type of fighting Speaking style. Of twelve o'clock. Darren's got to get yeah, out of here. Has a, yeah, it's, it is. It is eight thirty. So we'll wrap it up. <laughs> See, whenever even even those. I'm sorry, but we thank you. But the, even those terms, I feel like this guy could kick my ass. I didn't even know what that is called. No, man, trust me. I the, thought I thought the, so too no, until I got it. You have very nice the, movements. The twelve though, o'clock, head, the six o'clock. His head I'm like, movements what is are that? Yeah. your head movements in. Oh, thank you. When when did you saw something online or something? No, no, right now. Oh, right now. As you were earlier, as you were kind of trying to. Thank you. See, if I were to do it, it's gonna be like like Persian dancing a little bit. <laughs> Who wants to fight, man? <laughs> no, I, I saw this thing. This guy, he, he, he was, I was watching this coach online, and he said that um, 
you, you know, he was coaching somebody, and the guy realized, he goes, you need to look at yourself in the mirror because you think you're moving your head, but you're not. You're just, your head is stri- <laughs> straight, but you're doing all yeah. this shit. Your head's like, you know. Yeah. And after I saw that, I'm like, oh, so... I realized I got to like picture like you know like yeah, yeah. yeah see he's see? he's good you don't know see, you're good at he's it he's good bro. at it right I am yeah. you guys are hyping me up come yeah, on he's down, gonna go get into a fight in Hollywood <laughs> Darren's <laughs> gonna go back to the gym tomorrow and be like this you know what I'm ready to spar <laughs> those numb nuts told me I'm ready <laughs> it's a good head movement <laughs> I can't even get the word movement out the punch oh, he sends us a picture black guy <laughs> thanks asshole thanks, sorry asshole. Darren sorry ahead of time but hey man you know what thanks thanks for joining us man on this Monday. Thank you. I yeah. want to come back. And we'll no, we definitely got to have you back. Thank you. Bro. You're at you're at the comedy store tonight, right? Yeah, comedy store tonight. And if they're in Santa Clarita, Tomorrow come see night. me in Santa Clarita Tuesday night. Noche Azul is the name of the place. There and, you uh, go. Once again, Pocket Party Podcast. And I want to give you guys a shout out next week when I when I uh, do my podcast. So nice, thank you so man. much. Man. Oh, I appreciate it, brother. Appreciate thank you. Thank you so much on, for joining man. us. Man. Thank you. All right, guys. Appreciate have it, a brother. have a great week. We'll see you guys next Monday. Take care. Live seven thirty p.m. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Darren. Thank you, thank you. That was fun.